0: First, behind the bag, it gets through Buckner. Here
1: comes Knight, and the Mets win it. That's unfortunate.
2: If you're of a certain age, you uh, certainly remember that play, let the loser let the ball roll between his legs in a World Series game. Oh, my, the man just passed. He died over the weekend.
1: He was a great ball player for a lot of years. Doesn't matter that he play. Made a qu- little error, don't we all? Come on now. <laughs> you not a human being. I was sitting on the couch in Hayes, Kansas, Fort Hayes State,
2: with my roommate who is from Boston who uh, screamed and yelled at the top of his
1: lungs wearing his Boston Red Sox hat. No, I'm sorry to hear that. Bill Buckner was a great cub for many years. I was a big Bill Buckner fan. Then he defected when the evils of free agency allowed people to, like, (laughs) pursue their living. Speaking of evils,
2: uh, Vin, any any thoughts?
0: And who do you think is the richest person (laughs) in Venezuela? Bill Buckner. The daughter of Hugo Chavez. Hello. Uh, After Bill Buckner. Anyway... Owen
2: 2 Anyway, o and 2 All right. One more sports note that isn't really about sports, but like, I don't know, millennials. I guess this is about millennials. I'll make it about millennials to make it seem like I'm not talking about sports. Uh Kevin Durant, who is a basketball player for the Golden State Warriors. They're in the finals. He is hurt. He is not playing. And he's, uh I guess, known to be thin-skinned and active on social media. He so- has been caught in the past having created fake Twitter accounts to argue with uh, NBA bloggers and reporters. If you don't have
1: a burner Twitter account, you're a fool.
2: Well, which which again (laughs) gets more to do with like modern culture and stuff like that than sports. He's just of the age where social media is a big thing. And when people say mean things about him, he fights back like with just random fans. He feels like he has to respond to such a
1: mistake. Oh, he is so
2: thin skinned. And like, if people say the Warriors are better without him, he feels like he's got to attack him. But anyway, so he was asked oh, by that's re- so not a good look. He was asked by a reporter the other day, "Why do you do this? Why do you get engaged in the social media?" And he said, "Because I have social media. I'm a human being with a social media account." <laughs> <laughs> he feels a uh, uh, qualified to answer. He said, "I could see if I ventured off into politics or to the culinary arts or music or gave my input on that, but I'm sticking to something No, I know I'm qualified to talk about basketball."
1: You know, that's a pretty good defense. It's still a mistake <laughs> just in terms of your overall overall happiness and joy. If I Kevin, ventured but... off
2: into politics or to the culinary arts. Right. That's funny. It's all a part of the whole feeling like stuff on social media matters. It just doesn't. Yeah, I know. It just doesn't matter that much. But yeah. if you if you live in that world, you can get worked up that your friends posted vacation pics and you haven't or something. It just who cares? Just stay away from it. I say stay away from it, but nobody is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You're being ignored, sir.
2: Oh, one thing I was excited about politically. Do You see Boris Johnson, the blonde haired guy who never combs his hair. Oh, the British guy. The British guy yeah. that says crazy stuff is almost certainly going to become the prime minister. All right. Then. Since Theresa May announced on Friday, she's resigning. Yeah, he's almost guaranteed. It's almost no way to stop him uh, from becoming the prime minister. And he's he's Trump like and, and saying and saying nutty things. But he's, he's a, a w- big time anti-Trump guy, isn't he? Uh, I you know I don't I think actually know he is. I don't know what he feels about Trump. I know how he feels about Brexit, which he is for.
1: I'll tell you how I feel about spelling labor with a u in it. He's one of the <laughs> Idiotic. Le- he's one of the leading supporters of Brexit and is willing to do it with no qualification whatsoever. He's a brexiteer. Okay, so he's a nationalist. Yeah, maybe I've got him mixed up with somebody else. I know the mayor of London's just a crazy anti-Trump guy, but the Brits what are you going to do That'll be
2: fun. Another wacky person on the world stage.
1: Yeah. We have a uh, beloved friend of Armstrong and Getty who happened to be practically there at 10 Downing Street when Theresa May uh, resigned. Nigel Rotund? Uh, no, no. It was somebody else. Um, and there were all sorts of protests and youth chanting about global warming and the rest of it. And it was quite the chaotic scene, I guess. But mm. What are you going to do? I tell you what. Somebody's going to do something about this. There were some irregularities during the Obama administration having to do with uh, the intelligence services and the investigative services looking into the Trump uh, campaign, the rest of it. You've heard all about that. Yeah, right?
2: Marshall's got that in his news coming up.
1: Right. Well, there is a growing... Lindsey Graham
2: with some strong statements over the weekend. Then Adam Schiff with some strong responses. Adam Schiff. Oh, please.
1: Oh, I don't. I would never wish anybody dead. But Adam Schiff show. Can Adam Schiff for brains. Right. It's a, it's a dumpster fire outside a Schiff show. Uh, Got
0: the smallest, thinnest neck I've
1: ever seen. Could he be muted somehow? Can Can God bemute him? Was is that a thing? I don't. I don't need him dead. I would just like him to shut up. One of the stranger attacks by
2: a president on a rival politician. Called him a pencil neck. He's commenting on the size
1: of the gentleman's neck.
0: Got yes. the smallest, thinnest neck I've ever seen.
1: As if neck thickness is a big thing in politics. He is
0: not a long ball hitter.
1: Oh boy! Uh, anyway, neither it, was James Madison probably. But. The uh, another aspect that's similar, just the the use of intelligence capabilities that hasn't gotten a lot of attention, but it is striking to me, was UN Ambassador Samantha Power. You remember her, uh, red haired gal, very smart. She was a you know forceful uh, speaker, etc. Um, but. Is she, she a power or a
2: powers? I th- powers. Power. She's power. a singular. She's not
1: like. Samantha $1 Power. $1 million. Dollars. Not like all Samantha Austin powers. Power. Activate. Yeah, power. Okay. Uh, anyway, if you have certain positions within the executive branch, you can ask the intelligence services to tell you. Should have started with this. So you've surveilled a foreign, well, a foreigner. You've got uh, phone taps on them, and they're saying, "What would be good is if we could get a, uh, I don't know, one of our people at the top of the Washington Monument to watch over DC." It's
2: an interesting plan.
1: And the American says, "Well, that's a that's a heck of a thing. I don't, I don't know what I can do about that, but I, uh, I don't know. I'll think about it." Well, the foreigner who is uh, making the call is identified, but the name of the American, if they're not the target of the surveillance or whatever, is kept secret. So you don't have Americans being surveilled by their own government in a way that's illegal and unethical and immoral and unconstitutional. Now, within certain positions in the government, you can have that name unmasked, so you know who it is, Um, but you've got to have a really good reason for it. Otherwise, we're just surveilling our citizens, which we're not supposed to do in this country unless we have a judge's warrant and the rest of it. Specific to them. Well, back when, um, John Bolton, hardcore, hard ass John Bolton, you know him, don't you? The big stash. Back when he was the, uh, the ambassador to the UN, which was Samantha Power's gig, he, and I'm verifying this, um, he asked for three names uh, to be unmasked. Three people total. Uh, Samantha Power uh, unmasked up uh, close to three hundred. It was close to one a day for every working day in 2016, which is. So incredibly, wildly unprecedented, it's just, it's like she invented the idea. And now, there are journalists who are getting leaks and information from other people within intelligence who are making it clear that, yeah, it was all about um, Israel and settlements and Israeli policy. The Obama administration was working really hard to counteract conservatives within Israel were building settlements and defying the, the, the Palestinians in this way and that way, and that it would appear that they were they had an aggressive campaign to use their powers of unmasking to surveil Americans who were supporting conservatives in Israel. And I don't know if the American people have the attention span to hang with this, but that's pretty outrageous. That she would be doing something like that. More than one, or virtually one a day unmasking Americans unwittingly caught up in foreign surveillance. We shall see. The, the problem with the, a lot of things that happen, uh, that administrations do that aren't right. So once they leave office, people feel like, well, there's nothing we can do now. They're out of office. But I think, I think we really need to move beyond that. Got to be accountability. People so, in jails and prisons and dungeons.
2: Wow. Mm-hmm. So we touched on this last week. Worth mentioning again: the uh, we we built the greatest cyber weapon in the history of cyber weapons, and then let it get away, and it's being turned back on our country now. Whoops! That was a mistake letting it get away. Also, have this: was Some... Clapper in charge then? Brennan? Those Yahoos? Who was in charge? I think Clapper was in charge. Mm. Um, and somebody has compiled a list of celebrities who claim they've slept with the most people. Ah.
1: That's distasteful.
2: It is pretty distasteful. I'm no prude, but that's just distasteful. I got the list of your top ten. I got several basketball stars, several rock, seven rock and roll stars. Yes. Several actors. Mm. I think it's all actors, athletes, I'm musicians. an actor, Jack.
1: I, I acted in a movie over the weekend. Yeah, I have more scenes to do. I've not been fired.
2: We got one publicist, which if you uh, spent much time thinking about it, you could probably come up with. Anyway, should I get to that or not? It is distasteful.
1: I, uh... I, I betted no one other than, you know, my lawfully betrothed. Uh, yeah, well, it's, it's terrible. I hate <laughs> that. It's who would brag about that? It's just, it's, it's disgusting. Yeah, why are you
2: talking about it? Why
1: would you honor that with giving us the list next? makes you next, a bad person? <laughs> coming up in a moment. Armstrong
2: Blue, Eternal Blue is the name of the cyber warfare attack thingy. Um, Hopefully it doesn't come to your town or your business. That's where they hold you up for the ransomware. Whoever it is, the Shadow Brokers Mm. are the guys that took it. And nobody knows. Good band name, by the
1: way. Shadow Brokers.
2: So as Joe told us last week, Baltimore for the past three weeks is being held hostage by the Shadow Brokers. Um, expected to pay up lots and lots of money to have their computers unlocked so that they can use them. Uh, Nobody knows if this group that stole our most valuable cyber weapon from the NSA is a foreign country, like if it was Russians or North Koreans or Chinese, or if it was internal. Hmm. They have no idea if it was disgruntled NSA employees. They don't know where it came from. New York Times had a great article about it over the weekend. Guy who worked there... He started getting messages from some dude that claimed they had stolen it, and he thought, yeah, well, right, whatever. No, you didn't. Uh, but then the guy started hitting him with all kinds of inside information that only somebody who really is in the know would have. And he doesn't know if it's a Russian or somebody he
1: worked with. Wow. That's troubling. It is. I mean, it's troubling enough that this stuff's out, but they still don't know how it got out.
2: It was quite a few mm-hmm. years ago that our NSA, with millions of taxpayer dollars spent on creating this, um, found a flaw in Microsoft's software that they thought they could exploit, and they did. And, and it was considered the most valuable tool the NSA had, and then it somehow got out, either stolen or, or leaked out by disgruntled employees.
1: Maybe they and, lent it to their neighbor, lent them a valuable tool, never got it back, it happens. And so now, it's despicable,
2: including in Baltimore, which is where the NSA is located, more or less, right there in their own backyard. Baltimore has been. Some people believe that that was on purpose. That they went after Baltimore right there, where the NSA, you know, is within eyesight of this happening. Really, huh? It's kind of a thumb in the eye. It's a little hackerish. I could see that happening. Yeah, absolutely. It's spiteful. It's a problem, though. They really don't know how to deal with it. And it was the best thing we had, and now it's out there. And it's been shared. So now we know Russia, China, and North Korea has it. Oh, great. As far as individuals who have it, who knows? Because nobody knows who got it in the first place. So that's that's kind of an interesting story. Um, do you want the celebrity sex list? You know, yes and no. I'm, I'm troubled I, by it. I am, too. I just... I think uh, it's weird that we... It's so common now for celebrities at the end of their their careers or lives to write these books where they talk about all the people they slept with. It's just strange. <clears throat> it's, it's it's not cool on any level and you' in oftentimes you're doing it without you know the um, um, agreement of the party party you're talking about
1: right it's their privacy
2: too. yeah and it's just and just what a weird thing to brag about at the end of your life. what? I would think at the end of your life, as you get older, you'd start to think, wow, that was probably not the best lifestyle. Right. There's nothing I should be proud of. No, they're proud of it. They're 85
1: years old and they're stupid pleasure at best.
2: So Wilt Chamberlain, Chamberlain, basketball player, fairly famously said quite a few years ago that he slept with 20,000 women. Uh, hard to imagine Slept that that's with, possible charming, at the time, Charming
1: euphemism. Yeah.
2: At the time that he wrote that, he said that equals out to having sex with 1.2 women a day every day since I was 15. And he thought that that was about right.
1: Rick Flair, busy man, Rick Fr- Flair, the, you got to figure you're like, you got the flu for a week and a half, some sometime or another. And you got to work like crazy to catch up. It's like taking vacation at work. Well, to borrow basketball terms, you might not always be playing one-on-one
2: defense. Sometimes you may adapt a zone approach. Mm. Wow. I got you. So you can get yeah. a, whole, okay.
1: Time a saver. whole work
2: week out of the way. Yeah,
1: yeah. As it were.
2: Uh, Rick Flair, the wrestling champ, claims he slept with around 10,000 women. Yikes. Charlie Sheen, you. I hope you all get tested. Mm. Uh, claims
1: uh, 5,000. Well, he's, come on, why didn't you make that joke about Ric Flair? Charlie's a bit more out about it. Yeah, he he diagnosed
2: diagnoses HIV positive in 2015. Okay, that's a good reason,
1: too. Back to you.
2: Uh, (laughs) Mick Jagger is going with a number of around 4,000. That's not even trying. Even though he says that number's probably a little low. Yeah. I understand you're a rock and roll star. You have a certain attitude about sex. But when when you start getting up into that kind of number, you got a, you got something wrong with you. I would agree. Yes. You could find someone who wants to be your girlfriend you could have great sex with, the same person
1: who would travel with you. Would travel worldwide. with you. Yeah. You don't need to. There's no need. I mean, there's something wrong with you. You know, if you're some scraping by touring band, no, not so much. You can't afford it. But, yeah, if you're, yeah. Superstar. Um, Gene Simmons, rock star.
2: Around uh, 5,000. Kiss. Kiss alive. Any other names that are important that stick out? Dennis Rodman, around 2,000. Hugh Hefner. People around the world. That's who, I,
1: that's who I slept with. People around the world.
2: It's probably pretty accurate. right? <laughs> Dustin
1: Diamond from Saved by the Bells at 2,000. Well, yeah, that's, that's just weird. That's, well, when I hear that name, I just think that's a sex addict. That's that's awful, but it's true of all of them.
0: Yeah. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, we got a battle heating up over A. G. Barr's investigation into the origins of the Trump Russia pro. Not yeah. a battle.
2: This is some good stuff. Stay tuned for it next on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: Armstrong and Getty.
2: Um, Looking up at the TV over the weekend was Pavarotti traveled with a prosciutto slicer. Is that like a machine or a human? (laughs) The machine that slices the prosciutto really thin. Okay. Um, He traveled with it, so I'd like to do that. And he had a buffet backstage in between songs. He'd go back and eat between songs. Wow. He
1: weighed 340 pounds. Wow. I've known guys who'd, you know, slug down a a whiskey and Coke or snort blow or whatever, but... (laughs) <laughs> Go back and eat?
2: <laughs> That's Hilarious. Funny. And he wouldn't allow the color purple anywhere on the set because he was afraid of it. He was also afraid... The movie of with that Oprah started the, and The color. I hate the color. that the movie! The, sh- the, sh- the shade of the spectrum. And the other one was he's weirded out by the number 17, so the 17th of every month he spends in bed. Spent in bed when he was alive. Wow. <laughs> That's odd. I'd like to pull that off. Yeah, the 11th really oogs me out, so I think I'll just... Stay in my house on the 11th. That I thought I it was
1: 10th last year. Well, that
0: yeah. fell on a Friday. <laughs> you know uh, news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, President Trump has given Attorney General William Barr full and complete authority to declassify intelligence information related to the origins of the federal investigation and the possible ties between the Trump campaign and the Kremlin. And Trump has instructed the heads of several intel agencies to fully cooperate with the inquiry. Now, that's a move... Senator Lindsey Graham says he supports completely. I was the hero when
1: I said let's support Mueller. I wish some Democrat would come forward to find out if the FISA court was defrauded by the FBI and the Department of Justice. So I support Attorney General Sparrow to make this as transparent as possible.
0: Well, one Democrat certainly not going to support that move. House Intelligence Chairman Adam Schiff, who is predicting two top officials will resist Trump's move to declass- declassify intelligence related to the Russia investigation. Schiff thinks the CIA Director Gina Haspel and the Director of National Intelligence Dan Coates should, if the pressure from Trump gets too great, follow the example of former Defense Secretary Jim Madison resigned. A California Democrat telling the New York Times, "Quote: If it gets to a point, they're asked to do things that are unlawful or jeopardize the men and women that work within intelligence, they should speak out and if necessary, go ahead and follow the example of Secretary Mattis. They're,
2: they're going to get to the bottom of this. I mean, Lindsey Graham has been on the scene now for years as, as you know, a big voice as one of 100 senators, but he's now chair of the Senate Intelligence Committee, and he is into getting to the bottom of how did this whole thing get started? What this, was going on?
1: Yeah, this will go forward.
2: Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. In what form? I'm not sure, but we'll see. And I, I was watching a uh, little morning, Joe, on MSNBC this morning. Very little. Um, and they were... Going on in serious tones about how Trump is hell-bent on becoming a dictator. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, that old saw. And the the attorney general is just doing what uh, uh, the chairman wants and that sort of stuff. And Just
1: serious. Yeah, well, they've abandoned any sort of fact-based approach. They're just a TV show for people who hate Trump. Crowds on the mountain. We
0: got a second American that's died on Mount Everest, bringing the number of deaths on Everest this climbing season to eleven.
2: I don't. I don't get the impulse to climb Everest. You I have, don't. I have no interest oh, in that whatsoever.
1: I get it completely.
2: I could list of uh, eight hundred thousand things I'd rather do than climb Mount
1: Everest. It's <laughs> <This laughs> the highest mountain on Earth. God, have you seen the highest movie? point on Earth? Have you seen what the, the video summit Jack?
2: It's but all <laughs> it has become. I can see years ago maybe, but all it's become now is. I can afford to do this, and I'm going to do it, and I'm going to tell you I did it at dinner, and you haven't done it. Mm. That's all it is now. Mm. Have you seen what it looks like now? Yep. It's just a never-ending line of people going up and going down, right? It's just so you can say you did it. And if the weather turns bad, you die. If the weather doesn't turn bad, from what I understand, you it's brag not, at dinner parties. It's not that big a deal. You just brag at dinner parties. So yeah. I don't, I don't quite get the accomplishment. I it's a rich The guy. views
1: are quite astounding.
2: It's a rich person' feat. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure they are.
1: Hmm expert climbers and you get to look down on everybody on earth <laughs> all 8 billion for a brief moment a brief glorious moment expert climbers say the
0: danger is intensified because of the lack of oxygen and the crowds a lot of the experts say climbing is dangerous enough but now with the traffic jams forming at the peak well then all of a sudden traffic you're, jams at the peak well, of mount everest honk, honk, honk. you,
2: you got to see the videos hurry up, yeah. hurry up. It is not the, it's, you know, if you picture climbing Mount Everest, you and another guy and a Sherpa or whatever, and you get up there finally and you're out on this mountain there's nothing but you and the mountains <laughs> to see. No, it's like being in a crowded right. mall.
1: Right? It's It certainly is, especially this year, condensed climbing season, Jack, because of weather conditions. Plus, a new thing has arisen in the last couple of years. It used to cost you like 60, 65 grand to get outfitted and get the guides and everything, but there are these cut-rate services now that have come up, and they're taking more and more people who are less and less qualified because they just want the money. And so, yeah, you got... If you have... Way too many people trying to do it at once. And weather conditions condense so that everybody's got to do it more or less at the same time. Yeah, you, you sum it fine, but the, on your way down, you are stuck in a line like you're at the National Archives waiting to see the Constitution. It's hundreds of people long. I hate Just waiting to come down off the... Meanwhile, you're seeing your old oxygen tank. I mean, it's like you're stuck in, in a horrible traffic jam and you're already on E. You're seeing your oxygen tank reader get lower and lower thinking... Surely, we'll be moving soon. I mean, I've moved like uh, four feet in the last hour and a half. Right. Jeez, and people run miserable. out of oxygen <laughs> and they get altitude yep. sickness and they croak. And one other thing that I find fascinating about this, because unlike you, you, scenic I'm into uh, summiting the highest peak. <laughs> I, know, I never will. I can, I can barely stand 7,000 feet. But um, it, it, the other aspect of this is that if you fall, the rest of the people are barely functioning themselves, even on oxygen, because you're at such high altitude and you get exhausted. Just blinking makes you tired that there's no way they can stop and try to drag you to safety or they'd be doomed as well. It's like being pulled down by a panicking man in the ocean. You just you, you can't. And so, yeah, somebody falls down and says, help me, help me. And you just keep shuffling.
2: It Looks unappealing on every level to me.
0: Meanwhile, the NBA Finals are set. You're going to have the Golden State Warriors yes, Drake! N- meeting Drake. Drake on the court running around. Who is this Drake person? <laughs> mm. So I'm thinking Drake. Yeah.
2: So if, I don't know if you've been following this. We talked about this a little last week. Up in Toronto, they let r- rapper musician Drake right. just run around the court. Right. I mean, he's he's got a front row seat like a lot of celebrities in America do, but he's out there talking to the players and, and, and yelling out plays. He's, he's fully Even involved. Shoulder rubs to yeah. the coaches. Right. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> so uh, I look forward to getting that on the national stage, yeah. and I'm hoping the Oakland audience does what they can, in the crowd, and bring some hate to Drake. <laughs> on oh, Drake Curry. chance anti
0: Drake chance. <laughs> the Warriors yes. star Steph Curry is well aware of the Drake. He's having fun. You know, I can can't hate on nobody. Having fun. I guess in this life, everybody
1: hates on people having fun. So, Right. Par for the course on that one. And that's what we need there out of you, go. Stephen. We need hatred. We need anger. We need fake, fake outrage.
0: <laughs> we need to hate on people having fun. All right, that's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. See, I'm the Armstrong Getty Show, The Conscience of the Nation. I can't imagine anything cooler
2: than... If I'm into a sports team, I got a front row seat and I get to run onto the field
1: or the court or whatever, whenever I want and talk to the players and the coach, hey, that was something, wasn't it? <laughs> tell you what, you guys got to clamp down on D. Hey, I didn't tell you how to make your last record. Get out of my face. Fantastic. Yeah, I don't It seems odd to me. I don't, I don't like, care. I don't but...
2: like foreigners playing our sports, though.
1: Right. Right.
2: What if we just didn't let them into the country? forfeit them for their games that they're supposed to be playing here we don't let them into the country
1: right count those as wins oh but they'll make all the, the the refs make all the calls in english and canadian huh we'll bog down the games <laughs> exactly Have to explain everything how to many them. points
2: is a three in metric i don't know <laughs> is it a four and a half i think it's Something three point like two yeah, exactly <laughs> right i can't keep score. <laughs> Text, we're on in Fresno. Fresno, one of the many cities we're
1: on. Beautiful Fresno, California. Shout out, my Fresno friends. My My friends knows.
2: And uh, Fresno has a baseball team. Fresno, um, we got this text. Minor league baseball team apologizes to Ocasio-Cortez over misleading an offensive Memorial Day video. What? What is that, Sean? So the team uh, broadcast a video that they uh, apparently just plucked off of YouTube. Always a good idea. What was intended to be a, quote, moving tribute to the armed forces. Uh, but uh, Okay, so I see how this is happening. (laughs) Somebody said, we need to, it's Memorial Day. We got to play some sort of patriotic something. Great idea. In between games. Love it. Grabbed one off of YouTube. And uh, as the voice of President Ronald Reagan mentioned enemies of freedom. So far, so good. (laughs) The video showed uh, consecutive images of North Korean dictator Kim Jong-un. Okay. Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Wait a minute. And former Cuban President Fidel Castro. Okay. <laughs> oh, <Lord. laughs> I wonder how the crowd reacted. <laughs> With, With I, chuckles? I would throw back my head in laughter. <clears throat> anyway, apparently the Fresno Grizzlies have uh, apologized. So. I like the statement. Uh, <laughs> hold on. Where, uh, <laughs> that's the, funny. Uh the the club is remorseful and will not likely broadcast videos from the internet at its stadium moving forward. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. We I mean, <laughs> just grab YouTube videos and run them.
0: She got them real tries. Well, well, she's clearly. Got him.
2: She got them. She
1: got them. That could have been a lot worse than it turned out. Everybody knows that. So I did a couple of notable things over the extended weekend. I did Thanks not. Thanks for... for no- nothing notable. Oh, come on now. Nothing that was Come on, note. let's know what you did. Um, So, uh, number one, very manly, very uh, handsy, uh, or handy manny, not (laughs) handsy. Well, I was a little handsy, too, frankly. Um, I replaced uh, one of our garbage disposals that was all, uh, it wasn't working. In short, it was kind of rusted up and clogged and everything. I haven't done that for a number of years. It's a satisfying work. It's somewhat strenuous. There's no individual aspect of it that's terribly difficult, but it's one of those jobs where the first time, You do it. You end up scratching your head a lot, which is why YouTube's so great. Um, And I definitely recommend any project like that, watch YouTube. I didn't because I'd done it before. But one thing, a bit of a gripe on the box, it says tools required. Got a slot head screwdriver and a pair of what look to be channel locks. Um, Some big old pliers for those who are not that handy. Um, And so I get home and I break the thing open. And it turns out, well, it doesn't come with a power cord. You got to cannibalize the one from the old one Hmm. or go buy a power cord with like exposed wire ends so you can actually hook up the wires and all. Um, So, okay, add to that list of uh, two tools. Well, you got to have some wire strippers because there's not enough exposed wire to use most conventional. uh, What do you call it? The wire uh, coupler thingies. Um, So I ended up with like 11 tools in front of me, and I'm pretty good at this stuff, but yeah, so the whole two-tools thing, hmm, grain of salt, my friends. <laughs> read every every single bit of print on that box, because there were clues therein that I hadn't bothered to read, but who reads the box? Nobody. Please. Clues therein? What are you, Sherlock Holmes stumbling <laughs> upon a crime scene? I thought you were buying something to, to install. Why are, they, why are they hiding this stuff from you? Well, at one point, in the, the there's a, an unusual amount of print on the outside of the box. It says something to the effect of, Uh, power cord may not be included, like they're not sure. It's Uh, a surprise. (laughs) (coughs) Sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. We don't don't even know. (laughs) Right. I don't know. Jimmy was in charge that day, and he drinks. Uh, So Anyway, it turned out to be more long and complicated, but boy howdy is that satisfying when you flip it on and everything works. Uh, The other thing I did was a little more artsy in nature. I actually uh, acted in my friend uh, Matt. You know Matt. Um. Matt's uh feature film that he's doing right now. It's a fabulous script. It's really great. Um it's uh, teenager oriented. Um and I and I'm the uh the clueless but suspicious suburban dad, which again, born to play this role, not much of a stretch. But it's been a long time since I've done anything approaching serious acting and uh Was oh, this it was serious
2: fun. stuff or comedy? Mm, both. Did you even know where your codpiece
1: was? <laughs> Yeah. My what now? Yes, your codpiece, the Shakespearean was, dress this, right. from when you were seriously acting. This right. was not a. There's there no sword to play in this. <laughs> uh, there were serious aspects to it. Hmm. I don't want to give away the entire plot, but uh, how uh, many dragons? Dad, uh, not a one. Nary a one. <laughs> Forsooth, uh, d- d- got to move the family, and uh, and and the kids are alternately well, they're d- a little heartbroken about hmm. it. Saying goodbye to friends and that sort of thing, and but it was, uh, it was good. But it was, uh, I tell you one How thing. How many takes did you do? Oh, lots and lots and lots. Well, and that was the interesting thing, is even if it goes perfectly, you do a scene two, three, four, five, six times with this camera setup. Um, Maybe trying different things or trying to get everybody to do a great take or whatever. And then... You're thinking, okay, whoo, that one's done. Then no, 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 no. Then we're going to set up the cameras over here, and then we're going to get it from the balcony, and you do the scene over and over again to get it from every conceivable angle, and then you're done. Whoa, no, we're not! Then you do the scene for close-ups. And so you reenact the entire thing to give the director lots of options and and such. can't imagine how
2: tedious it would be to put put a movie together. It's got to be incredibly tedious, and I know that's just the way it works but to it, go through all that different stuff and figure out what you're going to use. Yeah. Yeah. For a movie that's, you know, 90 minutes, 2 hours long. Yeah. Oh, I'd be incredible.
1: Yeah. yeah, you know, I just having just gotten done mixing a 14 song record album. Uh you can't imagine how painstaking that is unless you've done it, but you add to that all the visuals and the the takes and okay, that's the I mean that's the oh, by the way, the kids I'm acting with, they're so good. Oh my god, they're good. You really want to? You don't want to be bested by a kid, frankly, because right. I'm bigger, right. I'm older, I should be dominant. Yeah. Now, but really terrific kids, um, and and just really talented. But um, I, where was I? I was, uh, oh, so like you got a, a magical take over there, and it's great, and her gestures like just rings to. But then there's the take with the the close up, and you see the tears welling, and the rest. Which what do you do? I don't know. That's why great directors are great. And then I've seen really good young directors who weren't terribly good editors. And so if somebody looks and they sees their lover walk out the door and their eyes get wide, and the camera stays on them for just one beat too long, it seems jivey and dumb. Right. You right. gotta edit that so it's just the right light la- Oh, man, it's, it's harder than it looks. Mm. But I was... Well, some people are saying brilliant. That's probably a little much. What's your name in the movie? I'm not saying... What do you mean you're not saying? Why? It, it, it's, uh, it, it may or may not be uh, hilariously funny. And oh, insulting. okay. All could right. be a funny name. Gotcha.
0: You know, Nancy Pelosi here. Oh, boy. <laughs> if you boys do a good job on Final Thoughts, I got a
1: butterscotch in my sweater pocket oh, for you. The gurgling. It's killing me. Has that been altered? Is your name I've in heard the about movie? about the alter, altered videos. Is your name Hugh Jass? That'd be funny. I said I didn't want to reveal it. Here's your host, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody. What say? There he is. Positive
2: Sean. Final thought? I have secured a grill for Chateau Relaxo 2.0. It is assembled and in working condition. (laughs) I have metal skewers for my kebabs, not wood, because what am I, some sort of amateur here? No. Metal's the (laughs) way to go. I'm going to be grilling all sorts of meats now.
1: Oh, the kebab, Sean. Good stuff.
0: Marshall Phillips, your final thought. Sean, would you check the whiteboard? When did I say I was going to swear off scratchers? Has uh, it been a month yet? Uh, no,
2: it has been 11 days. Oh, all right. It's not quite a month, Never dude. mind.
1: <laughs> Michelangelo, your final thought for the I gotta folks. i got
0: to be quick. i got nothing, so uh, just check your favorite warehouse club card. Make sure it isn't expired. It's in the end of the month right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> check your final thought.
2: Marshall, you're with the scratchers like my son. I sent him in to clean his room, and he'll come out in like three minutes. How long has that been? It's been like 90 seconds. He just went in there. <laughs>
0: Feels Beautiful. like forever. Yeah, really. My final
1: thought, my son, who's yeah. an actual trained actor, uh, I called him. I said, hey, you got to give me some tips. He said, number one thing beginners do is they try to act with their eyebrows. Don't do it. Keep your eyebrows still. That's what I would do. You Here, I'm surprised. What? <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. And I
2: think about something. Yeah, right. I'm <laughs> furrowed. Armstrong and Getty wrapping, other,
1: wrapping up another grueling four-hour workout. You sound day. like Nancy Pelosi over. Yeah. So many people to thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. You can email us mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. What do you think we ought to be talking about? Send it along. We will see you tomorrow. God bless America. This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad.
2: Rocket man, rocket man, (laughs) going into space. Something like that.
1: Armstrong and Getty.